I felt, um, I heard earlier that there's someone, maybe more than one person that has been experiencing an audible ringing or noise in their ears. And I also felt that there's, there's others here that have been healed of the same thing. And the Lord is inviting us tonight that if you've been healed, to pray for that person. But as Marcus was just praying, I felt during worship that this is not just in the natural. Um, If you have had trouble hearing the Lord's voice, feeling like there's too much noise and you can't hear his voice clearly, if that's you, Will you stand up? Will you raise your hand? If it's physical or in the spiritual realm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So the rest of us, specifically, if you carry an anointing to hear the Lord's voice clearly, um, and you're just around, if we can just come around you and pray for you. Thank you.
Father, I just thank you that your spirit is being poured out. Thank you for your spirit that is just being poured out, God, over every single one of us right now. Jesus. God, your word says that your sheep hear your voice. So we just declare that, God, over every single one that is yearning to hear your voice, God. God, I come against, God, that noise, that chatter, that um, those voices of the enemy that are trying to cause confusion. We say no in Jesus' name. You have no authority. And we just, God, release the sound of your voice in great measure in Jesus' name right now. God, I thank you, God, that that veil is being torn even over the ears right now in Jesus' name, God. I thank you, God, that whatever has come in the way, Lord, of the ears hearing in the natural and the spiritual realm, that it's being healed right now in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you that your fire would just fall right now. Fire fall over these burning ones, God. We just declare that we are your burning ones. We are hungry and thirsty and asking for more, Holy Spirit. So come, come, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus right now. So I feel like this might be someone here also where I had known the face and the voice of Jesus, known the face and the voice of the Father. But when it came to the Holy Spirit, since I wasn't taught that he spoke to me, I felt like he was a shadow. I would always picture him as a shadow far away and as I asked the Lord to reveal the truth of this to me and I asked him show me father where the Holy Spirit has been and in that moment in a flash the Lord revealed to me that he was always near me always surrounding me and that encounter started a ripple effect in my life of encounter over encounter over encounter over encounter with his presence and his voice. So if that's you, if, if you feel like, if your heart is racing right now and saying, yes, I, I feel like I, I just haven't encountered the Holy Spirit. I feel like I don't know him. I might know of him. I knew of him. But in a sense, I was an orphan. I didn't know that that was speaking. It was him speaking to me. If that's you, I really believe that the Lord's saying, there's more. There is more for you. And that encounter, I started, I had a season, the Lord reminded me today, of mourning the Holy Spirit, that I hadn't known of him my entire life up until that point. And I would cry out and cry out. him that I wanted all of it every minute that I had missed 
not knowing that it was him speaking to me, empowering me. I wanted it all right now, all of it, tenfold, a hundredfold. And I would ask every day for that infilling, for that pouring out of everything that I felt like, why didn't anyone tell me that it was you? to know his voice that hunger for righteousness began to be poured and poured and poured over me and I had encounter over encounter through electricity through fire through um, being frozen being laid out on the ground being slain in the spear all the things I had never known my entire life up until that point he began to pour that over me. And it was a season of asking him, asking him for it. And I just feel like there's a grace for that in this season. There's many of us in the church that grew up knowing Jesus and the Father our whole lives, but no one ever taught us about him. And we didn't know him, even if they taught us about him. So if that's you, again, if you would just raise your hand and we'll just come around you and pray for you for the same thing, for the Lord to pour out everything that you've missed out on. Every day, every second that you didn't know was Him right there speaking to you, protecting you, guiding you, counseling you, comforting you. That was Him. He's saying, that was me. Lord, I ask you to remove that veil, to break those lies in Jesus' name tonight that you were not far away. You were right there in every moment, bringing comfort and peace and your fire. I ask you to fill your burning ones tonight. Fill them afresh. Fill them to overfill. Ephesians 5.18 says that it's something continual, that the Holy Spirit fills us continually. It's not a one-time thing. He's saying, cry out. Cry out every single day for it. There's more. There's more. There's more. So again, I, I don't want to. I don't want to move on. If that's you, you just like, hey, I want to experience the Holy Spirit. I had some years of like missing out on that. If that's you, just raise your hand. Be bold. And we just want to pray for you before we do anything. And as you were sharing that, I just, oh, let's just ask for that <laughs> all together. Lord, we want it all. Lord, we just ask, we say that right now. We want it all. And in areas of our hearts where we don't want all of you, God, we ask you to awaken radical hunger. I pray in my own life, in my own soul, awaken radical hunger for the fullness of God in my life. Oh, awaken it, God. We say awaken radical hunger 
in our youth, Lord. Radical, staying up late, praying, reading, communing with God. Radical hunger. Hunger that gets us out of our bed early in the morning. Radical hunger. And Lord, I ask You for for those who have had past experiences of radical hunger, awaken it again in a fresh way. There is more. There is more. There is more. I just feel like a grace to pray for this. Just for ourselves, but also for those we've been contending for, we're in relationship with. Just actually begin to name them by name and and prophesy radical hunger over them. Radical hunger, Lord. Radical hunger. For children, radical hunger. For parents, radical hunger. For co-workers, we prophesy a radical hunger, hunger and thirsting for Jesus. Psalm 63. Lord, we ask you for this first verse. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you, and my soul thirsts for you, and my flesh faints for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Lord, we ask you for souls that thirst for you. We ask you for flesh that faints to experience you earnest seeking of God. Awaken a Psalm 63 hunger. Awaken a wilderness type hunger and thirsting for the living God. Awaken it, Lord. Awaken it, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. And where there is hardness of heart, we just prophesy a breakthrough in Jesus' name. I'm really feeling this for children who have walked away from the faith. Not walked away, but just are kind of uninterested right now. I prophesy a breaking of the heart. I prophesy a melting of the heart. I prophesy a softening of the heart in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Soft hearts right now. Give our youth. Give those who are uh, just living nominal lives in the Lord. We ask you for soft hearts and then you would put your spirit within them. Put your spirit within them. Oh, let them long to love You. Let them long to know You. Let them long to experience You. 
and I'm just seeing a picture of a young girl and her heart is soft. The heart is being tenderized to the Lord and then it's a ripple effect and it just affects everyone around her. Lord, we prophesy over that young lady right now that it would affect her whole friendship circle in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We're just going to, if this is new for you, we're just kind of waiting on the Lord and, and this is precious. Is this okay if we stay here just for a minute? We could hear, anyway, we won't get into that. Tracy, do you just have anything that you want? As Anna shared that, I just thought back to after I had a radical encounter with God, I went through a two-year period where it was night after night after night where God would wake me up and I would hang out in my home office <laughs> talking just to Jesus, just catching up with an old friend. I remember the angels entering my office many of those nights. I would just be paralyzed in the spirit for like hours, finally going to bed at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and waking up an hour or two later, but yet feeling so refreshed, like I just slept eight hours, (laughs) literally. That's how God works. And over the last decade or so, I've just been in these places, these seasons, off and on. I'm like, God, what was the thing? What what was it about that season? It was hunger. Just what just what, what Marcus and Anna are talking about. It was a hunger. Just to know him. Just to come closer to him. And when we draw near to him, his word says he draws near to us. And in the midst of that, the dreams, the revelation, the visions that are in the midst, it's just, they don't, they're never ceasing. They continue over and over and over again if we just press in with hunger. I'm even reminded of the story of Jesus. He had a hunger, but it wasn't for food. When he went and met the woman at the well, without the, the presence of the Lord, he wouldn't have ended up at the well. Without the presence of God directing him, being led by his father, he would not have ended up at the well. And what was birthed from that moment? An entire city. Once a prostitute, now pastor. (laughs) Once a prostitute, now a pastor of the city. An entire city came to the Lord. She was the town pastor. Can you imagine that? But that's the paradoxical nature of God. So anytime you think you're unqualified, just think about that. And even as Jesus said it, his disciples came back and they saw Jesus completely spry, completely motivated, completely full of energy. And they looked at one another and said, did he find food? Where did he find food? 
He said, I have a food that you do not know about. He was hungering after something different in that moment. It's when we hunger after something different. Hunger not after what the world perceives as food, but Lord, I thank you that you present manna every single day, just like the Israelites. It's fresh every morning. We can wake up. And there it is, manna. If we hunger for it, he'll show up every single day with it. And what you don't use in that day, here's when we don't have that hunger, guess what? And we try to save it to the next day. We try to live from yesterday's revelation, yesterday's testimony, yesterday's prayer, or move of God. What happens? It actually molds. It actually turns sour and goes away. So God, I thank you that every morning, God, not only is your cup of grace filled within us, Lord, not only is your... Your cup of mercy, Lord, full every morning, Lord. You actually fill our plate. You say, come partake. For those that are hungry, for those that are hungry, partake. That's where we're going as a people. We're moving into a season. I just believe it's so we're just moving into a season that's so unique. It's the most exciting time in all of history as a Christian. There is such an openness and willingness by the people to receive what God had. So, Lord, I thank you. Pour it out. Your word promises this. Your storehouses of heaven are limitless. They don't come without boundaries. They don't come with boundaries. They don't come with limits. They don't come with, it just says ask, and I'll pour it out. So, Lord, I prophesy that over your people. God, a fresh hunger in this season for more of you. There's always more. I just feel like we're supposed to do this right now. Normally we share something from the Word and break up into groups, but... I just want us to gather groups of three, groups of four, groups of five, and we're just going to pray for this. We've shared and we've prayed from the microphone, but let's, let's gather and let's just ask for this deep hunger, deep thirst for the Lord in this season. And, and if, some, if some of those things that Anna or, or Tracy shared, if you're like, well, the Lord wouldn't do that with me, just kind of wipe that from your mind right now <laughs> and say, Lord, I just, I want it all. I want to hunger, I want to thirst for you. Um, I look at John the Baptist, I'm just thinking of him and the Word of God. And he was a man who waited upon the Lord. It says in John 3 that he described himself as a friend of the bridegroom, a friend of Jesus. And the description he gives of what that means, he waits on the bridegroom's voice. He waits for the bridegroom. He attends to the bridegroom. He hears the bridegroom's voice. That phrase touched me when I was a young man. I said, Lord, I want to be one who, I'm, I'm sensitive and I'm listening for the bridegroom's voice. And I'm waiting to respond to it. I'm waiting and it, it's a joy 
of my heart to hear his voice. Lord, we ask you for that John the Baptist anointing. I'm just going to turn there and pray that for us. I said we're going to break up into groups. Just give me one second to pray this. This is what John said. He says, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. This is John 3, verse 28 and 29. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. And the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him. And that word stands, it's, it's, he stands before him and he's waiting on him. And he's waiting to hear his voice. He rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice, he says. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, I must decrease. God, whatever what John was walking in, when it was his position to stand before the bridegroom and his position to hear the bridegroom's voice, and then his heart was filled with joy when he heard the bridegroom's voice, Lord, we ask you to do that in us afresh. Do that in us again. So I don't think we're going to do this the whole time, but I'd like for about seven to ten minutes, we're just going to break up into groups of three and four. Paul, it's so anointed. Would you just mind continue picking. So good, man. <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to just do this in groups, okay? So pray it however you want to pray it.